Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I'm Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Burton from Ball Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Blackman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like Working Class Bow Hunter. It's really, really not that good. This is episode number 198 of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. We are right here at 1600 Buckslayer Place in the Buckatorium. That's right. Beautiful Sherrard, Illinois. And by we, I mean Kurt. Full house, boys. Eric. Good morning. Doug. How's it going? Mark. Hello. Full studio. If I am this drunk this early in the morning, then we've got a problem. Well, that's why I always say good morning. Exactly. <laughs> can't, can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. Yeah, that's Damn right. I <laughs> uh, can't go on a bender if you don't ever quit. But uh, we are here in the uh, in the studio, the Bucketorium. However, at the uh, Rubline Marketing World Headquarters, we've got Chase Rolfson and Big Mike, who's uh, probably going to get whooped by me when we start a fight club. Come on. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> What's up, guys? How you oh, guys? Much, man. How you guys doing? Doing good. We uh, I, we're, we're I feel like it's long time we got back together, man. It's been so long since mm. ATA. I know. It seems like a long like time. Like less than a month. I've already missed you guys. I'm having withdrawals. I've been calling Chase like every two days, like, "Hey, I miss you." 
hey, do you want me back? I miss you. <laughs> He's like, quit calling me, <laughs> you weirdo. I sent a carrier pigeon that way, but it got kind of cold. I don't think he made it. <laughs> he got hit by a bus on I, 80. <laughs> I actually thought you sent me a, like a, a care package with a mixtape, but I never got the mixtape. A mixtape. <laughs> yeah, no, if, check, check if my SoundCloud. If someone's going to make a mixtape, it's going to be Steve. Oh, yeah, I, I'm, on, I'm on SoundCloud. My uh, rap name is Lil Cookie Crumb. <laughs> why do why do I feel like like Steve and Whitney Houston could have a great duo or something? I don't know. Something wild. It'd be awesome. <laughs> Let me clarify before we go any further. This episode right now is this is the pre intro with one of the guests to the show we recorded at the Archery Trade Show. Yep. So it's a little confusing, something we haven't done before. But I figured like oh, I'll just call Chase. We'll get him on this before his actual episode that we recorded with Chase and Dan Drake from Scent Crusher. So it's kind of different, but thanks for coming back again to do an intro to your own show. Well, let's be honest, Kurt. Like you called and and uh, you were like, "What are you still doing in the office?" I was like, "Oh, Mike and I got a lot of paperwork to finish up on, and and we're just having a few bush lights." And you were like, "Oh, cool, man. Let's like let's go run a podcast tonight because <laughs> we were drinking bush light, and so you thought it was just going to be a perfect match." <laughs> oh, well, hey, you know, we're cut from the same stone. Right. <laughs> not, not Keith Stone. No, I remember that head. <laughs> Trimmed from the same bush. That sounds weird, right? <laughs> that got a little weird there. I thought about it. I'm like, this is going to sound weird, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, for those of you guys, so uh, Chase is going to be on this episode. And um, Big Mike, if you've listened to previous episodes, uh, he was our security guard. And if you follow us on Snapchat, he's the best security guard. Hey, because, you, you know uh, Big Mike. Uh, that dude knows how to shotgun beers. <laughs> that is that is true. Uh, story time. I, guess, I, I think so. that was on your resume, wasn't it, when you applied here? It was. Uh, <laughs> it's that way, you know. We're in Trayer, Iowa. If anybody wants to challenge, uh, five thirty nine Second Street. So <laughs> hey, <laughs> call out. We got a couple in the fridge, and if you can beat me, I'd shake your hand. If not, you guys got to buy me another beer. We'll go across the road, get a burger, and get a beer. That's right. Yeah, we, we need to make the road trip up there. Oh, it's absolutely. Happening. It's dangerous, you know. Our office is um, we're in, we're in, of course, small town, you know, Iowa, and and that was really cool about hooking up with you guys is you're not that far, but um, you know, a lot of the, the the ad creations and the stuff that you see on television or or uh, magazines or digital, social, Facebook, Instagram is created like right here on a little tour Iowa, and we're on this little main drag. But the most dangerous part is is we're we're in old school, like Main Street, Iowa, and right across the street is like a bar and grill. So we have been known some of our best creative sessions have been over a mushroom Swiss burger and a bush latte. Goddamn right. <laughs> well, you know, Chase, I know you already know how great we are, but our podcast was. You know, the foundation was built on Bush Light, so that's right. <laughs> it's, 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 you guys keep it real, man. I mean, it's just the way it is. So many great relationships come off a foundation built from Bush Light. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and not so great relationships too. In business, um, at ATA show, we, that was our tenth year in business, and I remember ten years ago, I had that why in the road where I was like, hmm, do I want to be a fitness athlete or do? Like, I want to run a marketing company for the outdoor industry and drink Bush Light. And, like, the right-hand turn sounded so much better. <laughs> a lot easier, too. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, like, you can't really work, like, actually be productive and um, be creative and, 
and contribute to the outdoor industry if I, all they do is lift weights. So <laughs> that's right. Right? Are you right. sure about that? Because <laughs> I've I've been on Instagram for a while now. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. Well, Chase, I think we should probably talk about man, like. I don't even. It's kind of a cool story how me and you kind of got to be friends, and then it kind of just blossomed into <laughs> the ATA, like us going to ATA with you guys, and then so many stories happened to ATA. Wait, wait, is this uh, the how you guys met? Is that the? Uh, oh no, no, no. Okay, I know what you're talking about now. Is this the bromance thing? What? What? what I think what, so. I was conf- Steve what? got it w- even more weird than I was because I, I was wondering what story you were going to tell. And uh, well, no, go right on ahead. Well, we I'm just okay. kind of met through like connections, but oh yeah, okay, yeah, no, no. Yeah. I don't know if we've actually <laughs> talked about this story. Do you remember calling me? Uh, maybe we shouldn't talk about it. Chase, remember calling oh, me? Oh my god! Yes, 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 yes. I remember I now. Yes, because Big Mike <laughs> with me when I first called. Maybe I'll let you tell this story because I think our listeners have heard me explain the story from my end. And they'll before. appreciate it. So, um, okay, I'll see if I. This was a while ago, but um, uh, so this is actually kind of cool because of all the people that listen to podcasts. So I'm older, right? Like I'm not old, but um, I am above forty. So I'll say old. that. Uh, yeah, in my wheelhouse, right? Like, so in my wheelhouse, um, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, and uh, Mike's a lot younger. Big Mike's a lot younger than I am, and and we have a really cool office. You know, Brian and, and Dave and Keegan, we have an awesome mix in our office, and some of the younger guys are just pounding on me. They're like, dude, you need to check out, like, these podcasting, and they're, they're really the next big thing. People love podcasting. And I'm like, who has time to listen for an hour, like, on a podcast? So he's, he's telling me about some different podcasts, and Big Mike's like, you got to check these working class bowhunter guys out. So I'm listening to like five or six podcasts. I'm, I'm not all that impressed with what happens in the podcast world. And then all of a sudden, he tunes me into your episode and you're ripping on. Um, it was one- <laughs> Miss Wild Game Nation. Yeah, that's, that's actually a good word. You were ripping on the Wild Game Nation. Um, I think it was Big Bill. Uh, no, it was the one with Wild Game Nation because... He was talking about the girl that shunned. It was, I think shunned Steve, right? Yeah, no, it was yeah. for sure me. Yeah, and it's not the first one that happened. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, which, I would I would dear classic last year. Which girl? Oh, it was yeah. last year. It was yeah, yeah. last March. <laughs> so the only so the only number I could find was Kurt's, and um, so anyway, I found we were driving down the road, and I found the phone number, and um, I just called up like a random guy, like he didn't know who Chase Rolfson was or Rub Light Martin, probably. <laughs> And uh, Kurt answers really professionally, you know, and I said, is this Kurt, you know, from Working Class Boner? He's like, yeah, you know, hey, may I help you? And I said, yeah, I got a bone to pick with you. Like, I listened to your podcast, and you totally ripped, like, you guys ripped apart my girlfriend who was on Wild Game Nation. Oh, shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I think Kurt was in a combine or something. Yeah, I was in a combine in Idaho. Right, and he like t- I think he took his shoe off, stuck it in his mouth, and started chewing on it. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, so- s- my bad, bro." <laughs> He's like, "Oh, that was totally Steve's deal, dude." <laughs> so there was this awkward like thirty second silence of like, "Oh God, what do I do now?" And uh, <laughs> I don't use my hands. <laughs> then I just couldn't take it anymore, and I was just like, "Man, I'm just screwing with you." That was funny as hell, though, wasn't it? Um, (laughs) it was so good man yeah we started talking about all the guys that work in class and and we had a great conversation and and you know i represent um a lot of the you know the finest companies like there's a shameless plug like we have such amazing clients that we get to work with and 
we understand their products and this and that. And I'm always looking for that edge. And after kind of talking to the guys and meeting everybody, Kurt and, and you know, Eric and, my, and just everybody there, you know. And I'm gonna, who else? Well, I'm going to leave Steve out of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, let's just check out. He did that so seamlessly. <laughs> yeah, he did. Wasn't that cool meeting Steve? <laughs> yeah, the jury's like a little bit out on that deal, but um, it was just, I'm like, man, these guys do so, things so different. It's so refreshing in the world of marketing, right? And I kind of referred to you guys as, um, I'm not a golfer, but you know, I'll never forget John Daly. Like, you know, John, <laughs> oh like, yes, <laughs> you know. And, and if anybody listens that's older like me, they remembered like John Daly. Like he was before Tiger Woods of revolutionized the boring ass sport of golf because he'd show up with a cigar, or a cigarette in his mouth, and a glass of whiskey. whiskey yep, yep. <laughs> that's so and awesome. He played, game. He played a hell of a game, and and. That's why I fell in love with working class bow hunters. It's just like you guys, you, you have fun. You're not afraid to cut up, and and that I don't know. It was a bromance ever since. We we're just like we are so in with these guys because they're so much fun. Yeah, we we are actually uh, the John Daly of of podcasts because, like John Daly, we're fans of. I know me and Eric are. Um, we also park our tour bus in Hooters parking lots wherever the tournament is. <laughs> well, and then Steve is a little bit more like that Tiger Woods, where you were like, wow, what a what a great bow hunter. And then all of a sudden he's getting his window bashed by a golf club by a crazy wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly Steve. Yeah, 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 Steve, just like Tiger Woods, yeah, such a great athlete, um, dark skin tone, gets so much. Yeah, that's just right. That's just Steve's line. <laughs> hey, just, uh, just don't watch the uh, video of me t- trying to tie my shoe and then it's the wrong shoe that's untied. <laughs> but, but, well, well, what's crazy, and we can use this as a great lead into the ATA episode, but. We had never met. Like, everything was – we were talking on the phone. And, and on a serious note, like, we talked a lot of strategy about what is going on in the industry. We talked about the, the fact of great products trying to get their message out there and what they do and how they function and how they can maybe make a hunter's life easier or more successful or whatever. And so we'd never really met until, like, that morning of ATA and – I will never forget that freaking phone call. <laughs> As I say, I hope this story comes yeah, up. Yeah, wait, where to go, Captain? Kurt, uh, uh, here, here's the thing: when when Kurt gets into uh, modes, and you know how wild I get on these podcasts. Like real life, I'm I'm a wild dude. Kurt likes to uh, make sure I stay in line, but like it's just like Kurt's like, all right, this is serious business. We got to be here at like six thirty in the morning, <laughs> whatever it was. Dude, I know we were unloading that shit. early. Oh bullshit! It dude. was we early. Were, <laughs> we were unloading stuff, and it was still dark. <laughs> dude, <laughs> we were, like putting stuff in the. <laughs> dude, Hitler doesn't have anything on Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! That's oh, come a, on, that's man. Some real shit right there. It's fucked that's up like, statement. <laughs> Everybody who listens to this podcast is like, oh, man, Kurt, like, he'd be so much to fun, like, party with. And then if they actually work with Kurt, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. well, the studio right now, they're totally backing me. They're like, dude, he's right. Ivor. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Chase, just like you, I gotta be a boss sometimes. And if I gotta slap Steve around a little bit, I gotta slap him around, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's like the day that ATA starts and was it the day it started or was it the day before? It was the first day. Yeah, the first day. And um, you know, I've been doing this uh this was my uh I think it's my eleventh ATA, my tenth year in business. 
so I kind of been around the block a little bit and you know there's a there's a little bit of um shall we say um uh, social networking every night. <laughs> business <laughs> meetings, the serious business Yeah, you usually meet in the hotel in the lobby. That happens to have a bar there. <laughs> that, that's right. It just happens to have a bar there. And so I think the show floor that first morning, I think it opens up at 8.30, which means we're getting up around 7.45. We're showering. <laughs> and, yeah. So it's the night before. It's 6 freaking a.m. <laughs> I set my alarm for 345 that morning. Yeah, you did. We weren't even yeah. in bed by 345. <laughs> I know. I know. Like Your alarm was going off before we went to sleep. <laughs> I was up showering at that time. <laughs> my, my phone, I heard it on an earlier podcast. You, you kind of mentioned this, so I hope the listeners don't think it's too redundant, but they didn't get the full skinny. <laughs> yeah, the full effect. Yeah, the full skinny is my phone rings at 6. And I don't answer. It rings at six oh five. It rings at six fifteen. No, come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> it was it was six ten actually. <laughs> yeah. Finally, I pick it up, and I'm just like I'm hung over, <laughs> and I'm Fuck just like, you. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, I'm like Kurt. Kurt, seriously, what the hell do you want? And he's like, hey, hey, man, we're here ready to get set up, and I'm like. It's freaking two and a half hours before the show starts. Like, you need to, like, pump the brakes. Like, <laughs> like if you think I'm going to get there, that is a hard no, Letter Kenny. Okay? <laughs> quit being so goddamn professional. Yeah, that's what he said. Would <laughs> you quit being so freaking professional because I'm out on I heard that, and I looked at Kurt, and I'm like, Kurt, remember how I said I wanted to sleep in because we're not going to get any sleep these next couple days? Well, here's my concern. I wanted to be on the ball, and we have a really good track record of drinking a lot of bush lights and then waking up four hours late from where we're supposed to be. And that's a fact, by the way. And that happened last year at ATA. We were so late to the show every time, and the fact that we had to set up recording equipment, I'm like, we're on the ball, boys. Like, this shit's happening on time. Like, I'm not messing this up. And, uh... Apparently, I fucked up in the other direction. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was awesome. It was Overshot great. It. We it was the first time we had ever um, brought in, you know, the, the podcasting side. And I do. Uh, I should actually give a, a huge shout out to Big Mike, who's with us. He, he really. That's the fun thing about marketing is, is like nobody knows it all. I don't care how smart you are. I don't care what you've done in your past life. Like. World, the world changes so fast, and he really does deserve all the credit. He got us to really open our eyes to podcasting. I've had an absolute blast like the last six months getting to know you guys, and we had a great time at ATA. It was the first time I've ever let an outside like group into my little world there, and uh, I wouldn't change it for the world. Correct me if I'm not, Kurt. Did I say you dudes are welcome like every single year we had so much fun no you did man at the end and big shout out to you and thank you so much for everything you did because well we gotta thank big mike too for introducing you to us yeah yeah right and and, you can say it what's that (laughs) yeah no i'll I'll say it yeah um it's weird that uh mike introduced uh his the he introduced the thing that will end him to his boss (laughs) so just saying i'm just throwing a Seriously, you can say it. I, I love you, Big Mike. I'll say it there. You can say it. You can say thanks, Daddy. 
<laughs> oh. <laughs> say it, Steve. Say Call it. him Papa Bear. Yeah, I was about to say, thank you, Papa. <laughs> Daddy. Dude, we, uh, you know what, man? Well, this one is, thing I want to say quick. Well, are you guys going to release the graphic that you did of Steve and Big Mike? Yes, I will, actually. <laughs> yeah. I will do it right after this episode releases. It'll go up. Uh, um, but hold on. I want to I was making a point before Steve really yes. cut me off. Well, well I, I couldn't believe it, Chase. You threw us right in the middle of your, the rub line room. Oh, right like, in the middle. In the middle. And I don't know if you remember me going right here, and you're like, "Yeah, I figured I'd throw you guys right in the middle of everything." I'm like, "Well, I mean, we're kind of going to take over this." Yeah, that's fine. That's the point. I'm like, "Oh, oh man, okay. right on." So I gotta say thanks for that, man. That was so cool, and so many people were peeking their heads in, looking like, "What the hell's going on in here?" And it just it worked out. I think for both of us, thank God. But I uh, I was so concerned, like, "Man, we're gonna like crash this party in here." <laughs> Well, it was, a, it was a cool dynamic because when you talk about the industry and, you know, it's funny because um, on a really serious note, so I'm going to change the tone of my voice because now it's serious. <laughs> this is marketing chase right here. This is boss right. chase. <clears throat> so um, there is a real side of the industry and, and um, you know, it is a business. And the, when I say that, I say there's these products have the, the products in the outdoor industry, um, they have to advertise, right? Because... Without that, it's it's hopes, it's dreams, it's inventions, it's creative like ideas. They never get to the marketplace, and so there is a serious side where we bring in, we'll bring in retail buyers, we'll bring in press, we'll bring in you know editorial, magazine writers, um, podcast guys, whatever to get that message out there. So there's a serious side of the business, but the interaction that um, or, or the uh, the energy that was created by having podcast guys and you know, even old school, like guys that have read magazines for years, you know, Bob Robb's in there and Mike Carney and, you know, le- true pioneers, um, Dr. Todd Coons, like pioneers of our industry that we're mixing with the next generation of how to get messages out there and tell about new products. To me, as a guy who's stuck right in the middle, right, I'm 41, I'm stuck right in the middle of that age bracket, and I was so thrilled to death because... The young mixed with the old, and I don't know. Like on a serious note, it was so badass. Like words can't describe that energy that was created in that press room. No, I mean at the end of the day, you gotta you have to keep. So you notice a lot of stuff. It's it's stale. I mean, if you do the same thing, yeah, it's stale. You get used to that, and it it just turns into the same thing over, and you get repetitive. So I mean, the the way we did it with that with our meeting room and. I'm glad ATA is going to let us do it again next year. Yeah, ATA was so supportive of that. It's awesome. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Mo- moving on quick. Moving, moving on. Moving on quickly. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, that, that added a whole different element. I mean, that yes, has there been podcasts done at ATA? Absolutely. Has there been podcasts done in a, in a meeting room where you know it wasn't open to the public so everybody couldn't sit out there and watch, you know, Watch camera do a podcast with um, whoever, yeah. Whoever, um, and then they got to stand in line to meet the guy. And no, I mean we brought this was all up. open interaction. Yeah, it was right. It was something no hasn't seen before, and I think it it created that buzz to where now you're going to see it's. I hate to say this, but people are probably going to copy it next year. Yeah, yeah. I, oh yeah, yeah. And, I, and, I hope, and I hope they do because it does it. You know? It helps us. It helps everybody. It helps the whole industry. It helps the whole industry. So the energy, we talked about it all, all the drive home. We're like, 
you guys brought such an awesome energy, and I pay attention to like the listeners of Working Class Boners podcasts. Like they're just like us. They're just like Big Mike. They're just like me. They're just like you guys. And it's an awesome way to reach guys that that we're just we like to drink a couple beers. We like to talk hunting stories, and I don't know, man. We've been giddy about it ever since. And you guys keep thanking us, but we're like, no, 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 no. It's like we're thanking you because your group is just killer. <laughs> well, dude, it it well it made a I'm blushing. Uh, yeah, the the atmosphere that you guys uh, provided. You know, you go in you go in the rubline marketing room and like you guys said yeah it was totally open to the public and i think people were intimidated to walk in because they didn't know that it was really but once they realized like oh okay anyone's coming in out then it, like yeah the crowd would flow through and check everything out and you know uh chase mike your guys's crew that you guys had there made we made a lot of friends there and it was just like the, I, I think like the first couple hours was kind of like, hey, eh, you know, this is awkward. You know, I guess this is what we're doing now. But as soon as like that kind of wore off, dude, it was like, oh, dude, these guys are. It didn't even last a couple hours. Yeah, dude. we were like best li- friends after that. Well, uh, I, uh, when I say a couple hours, it was a couple hours early that we showed up. So <laughs> you know what I mean. So <laughs> they wore off. But <laughs> dude, you guys, they, you guys set up uh, such a great atmosphere and. You know, to uh, to just kind of kind of be in that room and doing what we were doing, and you know, we were bringing like it was nuts. Like we were bringing like we brought Rio Wild, uh, T.J. Unger, Philip Vanderpool, and we just brought them in this room, and it was just the whole experience. Like I was enjoying it at the time. I was like, "Dude, these guys are great." And I look back on it now, I'm like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, I'm like, "What did we do?" You know, that was yeah. awesome. It was like mm-hmm. super surreal. The whole experience, like, like you normally when ATA is over, I'm exhausted. I'm like ready for it to be over. This time, I missed it. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm ready to go back. Hey, hey could you say this? Like, would this be a first statement? Did we all rock that ATA or what, dude? I we think everyone kicked shit. ass, rock the shit out of we it, rock yeah. that shit out, dude. I, I really do feel that way. And I honestly had to order new sole, new insoles for my boots, and I left them in there. My feet were just like dying. These new insoles show up. I pull them out, and I'm. This is no joke. And and I, he's got holes in his. Own I insoles. had holes in my <laughs> insoles for miles at the ATA show. <laughs> you have got to be kidding. I'm telling. I'm telling you, Big Mike, get some Crocs, and you'll never hate life again. <laughs> Man, it's hot though. I mean, like, here's a shameless plug for Crocs. Crocs, if you're listening, how about a size 16? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Rocks, if you're listening, I love that you guys believe that we would reach so far as to a uh, injected molded foam shoe would be company. We're not going to really reach too far now. But they're so comfortable. Well, if you're wearing Crocs, you can't reach too far anywhere. Crocs demographic is our demographic. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Everybody looks like Farm and Fleet underwear models. Right. Hey, so, so did, now it's funny too because I got to talk about one other member of the team because did you notice like, and I'm not a small guy. I mean, I'm six one, right? But so you guys met Big Mike and you met Brian. Brian is the other half of Rubline Mark. Yes. Yeah. So he's he's been around since uh, really the about uh, not many years after I started, and and uh, so here's Chase in the middle, right? And then um, you got Brian who's what six. Four, six three, six four. Exactly, about four, six five. And, and you're six, yeah, you're six, six two, six three. I mean, so I got these two 
like great big guys. Like I can walk through anything. Like, you want to see me walk into the White House? I put Brian on one side and Big Mike on the other. Watch me. I'll walk right up and shake Trump's hand. By the way, Mike, what are your stats? 6'3", what? 6'3", uh, probably like 335, 340-ish. Whatever. Add about 40 to that. Glass jaw. Dude, all I'm hearing is glass jaw. <laughs> Steve's really going to get punched out when they go out to oh, the yeah. I'm, I'm, Hey, I'm picking the left hand. I got good insurance. When we, when, we do, uh, when we do our – when we get together – I may or may not have a couple pairs of boxing gloves laying around. Um, <laughs> I thought about how funny it would be if it me and Kurt filmed a boxing video. Yeah, I thought about that today. I was like, we got to do it for the fans, but I don't know, dude. I, I, I don't need my. I do need my nose a little bit smaller. So, Mike, you might have to. <laughs> well, say you what, I'll throw up a challenge right now. Okay, so let, so get this right. So we're probably I don't know ten minutes deep into this podcast. So hopefully everybody still listen. We're twenty seven minutes. Yeah, I love your ten minutes. Hey, I'm only gonna drink it for ten minutes. Okay. Yeah, so, so if you guys put up the graphic of of Steve and Big Mike, and you put it up on your Facebook page or your Instagram page, whatever, I'll, I'll look at both of them. But I want to know the the results. Like I want predictions by anybody that sees that picture, and I will literally send them a scent crusher gear bag. So I'll pick whoever they think. It doesn't matter if they pick Steve or Mike. If they want to feel bad, you know, they feel bad for Steve because he's weird. <laughs> uh, but I'll pick somebody random that comments on that picture. And you know what picture I'm talking about, Kurt, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. We all know oh, what yeah. picture you're talking yeah, about. For sure. I'll post it. I'll, I'll take anybody random out of there. I'll take a random winner and I'll send them a $200 scent crusher gear bag just for commenting because I want to know – how many people say Mike would win and how many people say Steve would win? Okay, oh, and we boy. need uh, – I want to add in, like, best comment prediction, too. Like, get creative. Throw in, <laughs> throw in a round prediction. Yeah. It's got to be – we got to, you know, which round. Which round? How many seconds? How many yeah. cheats you have after? <laughs> oh, you're already leaning it your way. Dude, <laughs> Mystic, Mystic Mac, Mystic Steve's yeah. calling it KO within one round. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's so good. That's, that's a great awesome. idea. Thanks for that, Chase. Oh, Our yeah, listeners are going to appreciate that one. I will. Uh, oh yeah. Once you I'm this episode goes up, there. look for that picture. It will be on our social media. It was a cute picture. We laughed about it all the way home. It was a killer picture, dude. Kurt was making that on the car ride home, and like that was the thing because like oh he sent know. it to us all, and we're like. Oh shit, that's awesome. We weren't even out of Indianapolis. And, and I had that made. Oh dude, we were just dying. We're like, that is the greatest thing. Cause you know, it's like you guys said, after all the insoles are there, or like worn out, you know, you're just tired. We were ready to get home. And then that was like that boost that got us to the border. It's like, we got to <laughs> Illinois, we're like, all right, we can breathe easy. That's now. cause Kurt's always working. Like as much as he jokes around, cause Kurt's always freaking work. That is no joke. That's a fact. How many 9.30 p.m. phone calls have I got? All right, here's like 9.30 at night. Hello? Hey, dude, I was just screwing around with the website. Hey, uh, why don't you check out what this looks like? And that's on a (laughs) consistent basis. I'm like, dude, you got married like a year ago. Go hang out with your wife. (laughs) (laughs) You you know what? I have to to say this, though, because we've been rambling way too much, but that's because our office... Brian's already home. He's he's got a little baby, and I wish Brian could be here. Dave's on a field shoot right now, um, but I like I have to totally call out 
Kurt and Eric. So do I have time for this? Yeah, yeah, no, oh, absolutely. Call us out. <laughs> All right. So, um, and I know you guys like are uh, you're partnered up with the with Elite and the, the outdoor group guys, and and <laughs> hopefully, no, I, I hope they listen to this because um, this is a true testament, like to hunters, right? Not not talking about like industry and professionals, all that stuff. So. I promised myself if I got back on the phone with you guys or in front of you, I was going to call this story out because it's legit. <laughs> Let her rip. Uh, this, I'm glad you brought this up because I forgot all about it. <laughs> yeah, so this was this was like one of those moments um, that I'll never forget. It's an awesome story. So um, make sure you tell your 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 guys <laughs> to listen. So uh, here we are. Like I can't. I think it was like day three of the ATA and <clears throat> day two of the ATA, and one of our. Um, they're one of our favorite clients. They're so much fun to work with. Um, is Expedition Archery, and um, and we know you know we love the work of class bowhunter guys, and, and they work with Elite Archery. But you can take any of those those great bow companies, and they they complement each other. They say you know hey, uh, the Elite guys will say Expedition makes a great bow if that's what fits you. The Expedition guys will say hey, Elite makes a great bow, and if that's what fits you. They're the, the top end guys, like there's mucho respect there, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but when you start to look at, you know, this guy sponsored by this guy or that, they like to kind of like fight or I, I shouldn't say fight, but they the like, protective. yeah, they get protective yeah. over it. And that's cool. It, it's totally respectable. But so the story is this, right? So it's second day ATA, the Badlands Film Festival. Um, which is an awesome film festival. They, you know, all the great film creators, they put their heart, their passion, their soul, their own, their own hard earned money into it. It's not a sponsor deal. And they submit their films and it's a lot of fun to watch. Um, and there's a lot of beer drank there and it's a, it's a great event if you ever get a chance to go to it. So here we are. And, um, expedition is giving away two Badlands bows, um, expeditions that are covered in Badlands. And so I had given Kurt, the key to the room to the to our meeting room and i said kurt do not freaking lose this key (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah there's (laughs) we were recording a podcast by the way at this time because you you guys had to go and you handed handed me this key and i'm like oh fuck okay (laughs) with tj unger and philip vanderpool it was the very tail end of that podcast yep yeah which let's not forget when i handed kurt that key i said listen dude if you lose this in a drunken binge, <laughs> ATA is going to charge me like $500 to get a new key. Yeah, but chump change for you, right? <laughs> yeah, right. So Kurt's like, holy shit, man. Like, okay, I'll never lose a key. So I I think Kurt hit it like in a prison type of situation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, exactly. got, I did. Yep. And he got back to his room and then he put it under the safe, you know, or whatever. <laughs> and so now we're at the Badlands Film Festival. We're about 30 minutes in. And um, the guys at uh, Badlands, Badlands Camo comes up to me, and they're like, oh, my gosh, we forgot to pick up the bows from you guys. Can you run back to your conference room? Which, by the way, is like a 10-minute Uber ride back. Yeah. Yep. And and go get those bows. And I'm like, I don't have the key. Like, I'm 10 minutes out, and I don't have the key to, to our own room because I gave it to Kurt. <laughs> so I call Kurt up, and, and I'm like, hey, bro, where are you at? And he's like, oh, we're at, um, you know, the outdoor group party. I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, we're here, you know, celebrating the new bows and and all the great things that Elite's doing and and CBE and all those guys. And and I'm like, oh, God, we got a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. And you 
Yeah, Kurt, Kurt got real serious. He goes, how big of a problem? I was like, Kurt, I need a solid man. I said, I need you to leave the like your your partner's party, your your bow partner's party, and I need you to go to the conference room and and get two competitors' bows <laughs> and grab them and and then Uber your ass over to the Badlands Film Festival <laughs> because there's like a thousand people here and I gotta have these bows here. And Kurt was like, I got it, dude. I'll figure it out. And there wasn't, there wasn't any like animosity. There wasn't any like, Oh, we're sponsored by elite. Like it was all of a sudden Hunter asking another Hunter for, for a favor. And so I have to give like shameless props to you guys and just say, um, I hope that the, the OSG guys, like, I, I, I really hope those guys know how solid you are. Like the, the outdoor group. You, they should be proud to have you guys because you guys did them uh, a huge, huge solid in the industry because you you crossed like all those lines and just said, no, there's another group that needs help. And it reminded me of that whole um, Tom Cruise in uh, in uh, Days of Thunder, right? Where they, they ripped the engine out of one car and just gave it to him and just said, nope, that guy needs an engine to race. And that night we needed an engine to race and you guys were there. So it was a, it was an awesome story. Eric came over, Kurt came over, and they just crossed all borders and just said, there's another guy that needs help, and we're there because we're hunters. Yeah. yeah, man. it was When you called me, I was like, this is serious. I went up to the boys. I'm like, guys, I hate to do this. I was like, you guys can all stay here, but I'm going to go. I got to go back, Uber back to the hotel room, and then grab the key. I put it in like the safest little pocket ever <laughs> yeah, in the hotel yeah, room. Because yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to be the guy to lose this. And I looked at Eric, I'm like, Dude, you can come with if you want. If not, I understand. And like, I'm like, I'm there, man. I'm I'm here for you. Yeah, I'm like, boss man, call. We gotta go. Like, we're here right. podcasting there with these boys. Like, you know, it's we have to do this. This is the right thing. You know, and, and uh, it actually yeah. turned out good because I was like, Steve, Doug, Mark, peace out, boys. We're, we're rocking. And I think we made record time. We paid the Uber guy cash to wait for us. Yeah. We at, come out at of- each stop. Yeah, at each stop, and we rolled out with these two bows, and he's like looking at us like, "Whoa, whoa, what, 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 what the fuck are you doing?" And I put him in the Uber, and then we run up and we ran up to security, and they're like, "Yo, you, you can't get in here with those!" Like, what the hell? I'm like, "They're for this, the this show." This is my pass. Look at the camera that's on it. Yeah. So Chase comes running up. He's like, "How the hell did you guys get here so fast?" Yeah, they, they ran like they stole it. Oh well, yeah, that's yeah. how we were too at at the actual ATA convention center. We we're like. We're running I, with I them. looked at Kurt, I'm like, hey, we should probably slow down because people are think we're going to stole these things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, and dude, that um, that speaks to what kind of people that uh, Eric and Kurt are because obviously I wasn't there. You know, I'm a, I'm a brand loyal guy. You were already you know, drunk by then. I was hammered. Oh, my God. I couldn't. I'm like, you better take Eric because this shit ain't going to work out well with me. It's going to be You like never a, said that. I was just like, yes, I'm with you 100%. Yeah, 110%. whatever. But, you know, and uh, the, <laughs> And dude, you know, if 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 we were put in that position, yeah, obviously, dude, we want to help uh, because you did us. You know, you you want to help us out. You know, you want to work with us because we're all hunters. We're all in this shit together. Hey, you know, we work with brands that uh, we like the people that uh, that we work with. So it's like you know, these guys. Obviously, it, it was it was obviously no. No big deal for for oh, yeah, it wasn't go, a thing. I never thought about brands or pissing anybody off. It's it like, like Chase said, it's just hunters helping hunters. Yeah, it was like, hey, 
But I'm, I'm glad you're so done. thankful for that, Chase, because, dude, it was a good night, too. Like, you put us in VIP, and we shot the shit and got to watch all the cool films in Badlands, and we all met up back up with our boys. Actually, we all ended up at the same place. All That's the cool thing about ATA is <laughs> yeah. where yeah, you guys we went, all all, uh, like, all of us met up, and all the outdoor group guys were all at the same place anyway. That's so, all yeah. mixing and mingling. But you guys did miss uh, Cinnabon. I've never had Cinnabon before, and Liz got the uh, – Got the Cinnabon. Uh, they, they were closing, and it was like, hey, we're getting ready to throw this out. You want it? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I got to be <laughs> guys. Like, so I have a little confession to make about Cinnabon. Like, I fly. I'm probably on a plane at least once a month, a lot of times twice a month. I'm flying somewhere. And usually because if you live in Iowa and you fly out of Des Moines, you have a, basically two options, right? You fly to Minneapolis or you fly to Chicago. 90% it seems like I fly through Chicago and there's this damn Cinnabon right right through security <laughs> and it draws me in it's like a, a tractor beam on Star Trek <laughs> yeah, it sucks me in and you know I don't know what it is but it just keeps getting better and better every <laughs> and I talked to Jenny Craig and I talked to Weight Watchers and they both said it was just fine that I did that oh, there you go. <laughs> everything's oh, okay something's good yeah you're all right. Yeah. Wa- wash it down with the bush light. <laughs> it's <laughs> nine in the morning. They, yeah, they, most of it's because they've never answered me on Facebook, so I just figured it was okay. Yeah, yeah there right, you go. Right. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't say no. Yeah. They didn't. Say, right. So. That's Steve's morals when it comes to sending nudes to girls. If they don't respond to anything, just keep sending them, baby. <laughs> they haven't said, you know, hey, stop, or uh, hey, take a different angle. So it's just the same picture over and over again. <laughs> God. Well, by this time. The whole website, I believe it's on um, weirdpornhub.com. Oh, my God. <laughs> Steve is all familiar with that, probably. I thought this would never get brought up. I, I think this is our sign to wrap up the, the pre-podcast podcast. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah. we haven't even got into the podcast This yet. is a double podcast in one, so this is two for your money. Don't forget the giveaway that Chase just threw out oh, at random. God. We didn't know he was going to do this about the, the fight photo of Big Mike and Steve. That's, by the time you're listening to this, it's up on social media. So check it out. Funniest comment of who you think will win. Or whoever yes, Chase uh, picks. <laughs> thank you guys so much. We love you guys. Like You guys freaking rock to us. And thanks for really shaking up the industry. You, you guys have done an awesome job at it, and we appreciate you. Well, Chase, man, you and your whole team are the greatest out there, man, and we appreciate you kind of putting your neck out there, throwing us in the middle of the literally the middle of your room at one of the biggest shows of the year. Um, I feel like that was a huge risk on your end because um, if we would have messed it up, it would have just been whatever for us. It would have been more of a big deal for you, and I feel like we both killed it, man, and we're just we're super thankful for you and your whole team. Absolutely. You got it. Hey, thanks for coming on. Anytime, man. There's more to come with the, the Rubline marketing crew. Um, everyone, take uh, check them out. Check all the companies that work for, and look out for future podcasts because next ones we do will be in person with these guys again, <laughs> and it's just going to be insane. It's going to be a brawl, is what I'm telling you. It's going to be a brawl. <laughs> AKA Steve's going to take a nap. Um, yeah, right, at nap after I whoop Big Mike's ass. <laughs> he needs some milk. He, he needs, needs some milk. milk. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was the longest intro ever, but I feel like it's a super fun intro. Yeah, you, you guys are getting two podcasts and one on this episode. Um, super fun with these guys. I, I'm so excited for the future. Absolutely. So I'm gonna shut out. I'm not. Can't, I can't say go shoot your bow yet because I say it already. Enjoy the second half to this episode. We love you. Thanks for your support.
All right, we're here at the uh, 2018 ATA show in wonderful Indianapolis, Indiana. We're at the Indiana Convention Center. We have Dan Drake from Scent Crusher and Chase from just being a boss. Like, that's all you've been doing this whole week. Wow. Line marketing. Yeah. yeah line marketing. I, I was going to say, that's a great compliment. I'm not sure if he said that because it was a compliment or he forgot the no. name of the company. <laughs> I can't. Because a, no, I can't. He's still hungover from last night. He's, yeah, he's so hungover from last night. <laughs> oh, man. He's got cue cards, and they're yeah. actually beer bottle openers. Yeah, I was about to say, how can I Chase, you know what I think it was? He was scared to mess up your last name. Is that what it was? That's yeah, what it was. I, did. I saw it. Sin. Was. We've got this, okay. buddy. I saw him. I saw him swerve around it. Right. 100%. I've done that like four or five times. I just I hate butchering people's names. So. <laughs> Chase Rolfson from uh, Rubline Marketing and being a boss. Dan Drake from Scent Crusher. You're also being a boss. It was awesome, man. Saw yeah. you last night. It, you do remember seeing me last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are having such a ball here at the show. Mm-hmm. Our booth has been slammed, covered up, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. So it has been a ton of fun. It's been busy. My feet hurt already, so it's yep. good that we get to finally sit down and podcast. We've been talking about podcasting with you two guys together for a while, mm. and we suck because we haven't made it happen until now. But uh, I think it was hunting season. It's not that yeah. we sucked. It was um, Dan got to uh, – you hunted a few different states. You yep. did Texas. Uh, you did Texas, Missouri. Missouri, Kansas, of course. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was hunting my butt off, did Oklahoma and, and Iowa. and I know you guys wanted a podcast, but – we were trying to kill deer. Right, I right. get it, man. If someone's like, hey, I'm hunting, I can't record, I'm like, I'm not mad at you for that at all because right. it, you know, it is a hunting podcast, so that's where we got to mix around the priorities a bit there. But it's like we've been doing work with Scent Crusher and Dan for a while, and it's fu- the funny, the, the way that we kind of had our introduction was you called me. Do you remember this? When I was in Idaho for work in the middle of nowhere. Oh, I, this story's coming out, isn't can it? Can I tell yeah. the story? You, you, go for it. Why not? <laughs> I get a phone call, and I'm like, Hello? Hey, man, I listened to your episode about uh, the whole Wild Game Nation stuff and uh, Steve's story about that that girl that was mean to him. (laughs) Hey, uh, that was my girlfriend, man. And I'm like... Oh, um, you froze. I'm like, uh, <laughs> you froze. I'm like, uh, oh, my, my bad. Oh, no, I'm just fucking with you. I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, all right, I got, I didn't know what to do. I'm We've like, been friends ever since, yeah, haven't we? Yeah, I'm like, okay, this guy gets it. So yeah. that's kind of where it all started. And uh, strange enough, but it. It's all working out, which is pretty funny the way everything just snowballs from just fun conversation. You know, marketing guys, we're always looking for what's next, what's new, Mm -hmm. what's on the edge. And and we don't know. I mean, we don't know it all. Like, Mm -hmm. we we don't know half of it. What we do is we actually try to look for other guys' great ideas and then implement them. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's, that's really the truth of it. Um, and you guys had a great concept and a great idea. And, and that's why I had to call and screw with you because on your podcast, you're always screwing with each other. So yeah. Oh, yeah. I figured it was time that <laughs> we dished fair. it back yeah. a little yeah. bit. Absolutely. You have to. And, uh, and yeah, so I mean, not all marketing guys are bad guys, right? Like we, we saw what you were doing and we just loved it. Which is funny to me because we just are doing normal shit that we do. Like if we're having drinks with friends wherever, we just do it with, we record it and talk about hunting with a set topic or whatever. But, so it's cool that you thought we did something a little decent, at least to uh, yeah. finally want to do a podcast with us. Dan Absolutely. thinks we're decent enough to want to support our show, so That's I guess right. things are working out. Well, it's too late for him to back out now. <laughs> he's, <laughs> done. he's done after this. He's trapped. Never talks I've already tattooed your, your logo on my thigh. So. You're, you're, you're committed for live. I'm done. You're yeah, committed yeah. for live. We had somebody do that, tattooed our logo on them, yeah. on their arm. That's so crazy. Uh, And I don't even have it done yet. Oh. Uh, but you have to talk about, like, I got to bring this up, and you guys have got to talk about 
or get Dan to talk about, you know, your working class, right? And, mm-hmm. yep. and that's what's so fun about this show is we get to meet all the guys that are working in the industry, the independent bow shops, the yep. bigger mm-hmm. bow shops. And that's why we come to this show. Mm-hmm. And you had, I, don't, I can't even count how many you had at your booth yesterday. All these guys that we come here to see, the retailers, and they're just piled up. Just your neighbors probably hate you, yeah. by the way. <laughs> well, that's okay. We had a yeah. good time. Yes. you know. And I, I say it all the time. So you, before I did Scent Crusher, I was selling barbecue grills and mm-hmm. more or less, right? And I grew up on a farm in Kansas, and I love to hunt. And mm-hmm. I think I may be the luckiest Kansas farm boy ever that I get to come to this show and hang out and see people that you've just talked to. Or you see them on your Facebook page. You right. know, yeah, and they right. comment, and they, they come up. So it's so nice to be able to put names and faces together and, and mix in the group and see yep. everybody out at the bars last night yeah. whether they remember you or not oh, come on from last come on now i remember you but yeah you know it, it's just fun and what a great place to be and we talk right. about you know the brand and the product and the success we've had but it comes from marketing mm-hmm. and you know what chase has done and what you guys do to get the word out for us has been great you know, whoever did the marketing for that bar last night was because uh, everybody was there, but you could not afford to drink. That's how I know I remembered you because I was sober. <laughs> I couldn't afford to get drunk. <laughs> and they told me that, I was like, "Hey, can I get the, can I get beer uh, draft?" She's like, "Yeah, six bucks." I go, "No, I said just one." And she goes, "Yeah," and I said six bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's true, though. I mean, it's cool. Like the ATA, like you're saying, you get to come and network with people, and it's relationship building. And we're all in the same family here. Everyone has something in common that is hunting and some way and and everyone in the industry and i don't know if it's like this in any other industry i doubt it but is just good people and it's easy to make friends here you know and connect and we've been stopping talking at random people in booths all day just to make new friends and stuff so it's it's really cool so yesterday we gave away a thousand dollars and stopped the show floor and i counted out for the guy and i was fifty dollars short so i went over to my wallet and i got to hand it to him he came back in my booth today he goes Dude, you miscounted it. You gave me fifty dollars too much. Really? You gave it back, you gave wow. it back to me. That's I mean, cool. that's, and I turned to somebody. I said, "That's why we're in the industry." Yeah, yeah absolutely. People, you yeah, know? you got to have people like that. We that's left awesome. our we left our equipment for the most part around um, Chase. Around Chase, yeah. Well, we got personal security right yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Get to see it. Mic. It's you know, it's an unfortunate sometimes on a podcast. You know, you you can't see the people that you're listening to, but if they mm-hmm. could see Big Mike, they'd know exactly yeah. what you're talking Bob, about. Yes. Yeah, Big Mike's a monster, but he wouldn't even fit. That. He's making that scent crusher closet look tiny. <laughs> that is incredible, dude. He's got. Yeah, trust yeah. me. To everybody that's listening, like the scent crusher closet will hold all of your gear, but I promise it will not hold Big Mike. <laughs> no, I don't think it can hold a shirt of his. Good lord, <laughs> that's Did what he said. Like he just like stand by the door and keep people out while we're recording. I'm, I'm slightly nervous now that the minute you shut these mics off, like he's coming over here. Yes. And, yeah, well, dude, he's hovering now. Yeah, he's hovering. He's getting closer. As long as we're all faster than Steve, we're okay. Right? Yeah. yeah. You, you only have to be uh, faster dude, he, than the no, slowest. He, he doesn't yeah. like the, he doesn't like beating up fatties. <laughs> Stick together. Exactly. Well, uh, I wanted to yeah because I wanted to talk about because we were talking about the mini closet. Um, I kept looking at this little, <laughs> the, little the actual little mini display one. Now you've got the that you've talked about um, about this, the like the SWAT gear and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so our, our next iteration of stuff is is military, law enforcement, and tactical stuff. Mm-hmm. So you know, obviously they can't see at home, but all these are super high end military and tactical bags. So that's our new launch. We'll be out at Shot Show in a couple weeks doing that, and then uh, you know. 
we've had a great response from it so far and it's the same issue that we have as hunters you've got stuff that stinks you can't wash it they've got the yeah. boltproof vest they've got the right yeah. gear so that makes yeah. perfect sense for that imagine like wearing that heavy vest around to sweat no, and, and that stink. gun belt it starts to stink day, like if yeah. you guys if you, you know Hockey any gear, cops yeah. that are listening yeah. they know that gun belt yeah. stink and you just can't walk because you have all your stuff yeah. on there and and the ozone go for the car i mean they're in there eating in their car and stinky felons and you know dogs <laughs> yeah, and it's in their bags. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. yeah i will say the room clean though dan our studio is not very big and you get all of us in there drinking bush light, and Steve sweats a lot after a hard day's and work, and it's not good. You know, yeah, like we we after record watching someone else work. Yeah, we record after work. Like you know, I work on combines and tractor equipment, so I'm covered in oil and diesel fuel, and it you know it stinks in there. So we run that while we podcast and after, and it keeps it fresh in there, mm-hmm. and it's, it is it's awesome. awesome. I use that. I doubled down on that so hard. I'll run my bags. I put everything in the studio, run my ozone bags in there, and run the room clean on the outside, too. So I just clean the outside blast of the bag. it. I got to tell you that. So it's funny you tell that story because in our office, um, which you guys need to stop by sometimes. So we are not that far away from no, us. No, no. We're located in Traer, Iowa. Right. Um, down a really um, kind of a nostalgic main street, right? Mm-hmm. Um and uh, it's got your typical, you know, tall buildings, apartments up top, and then mm-hmm. businesses down below. So it's really cool. But all the buildings are, you know, they're older and, um, you know, they're built in probably the, the early, you know, 1900s and mid 1900s. Well, our bathroom, okay, is really small. And so before the room clean came out, um, I sent Dan a picture. So we're huge scent crusher fanatics, um, not just doing the marketing, but like we use it every day in our daily life. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, my son, but way before odor crusher came out, my son, it was like a mandate um, that my wife had put on it said football pads gear helmet in the bag not allowed to bring it into the house until that cycles ran because he, <laughs> he was literally stinking us out of our own house I bet. Um, he's gonna kill me when he hears that but then um, you get to the office thing and this is before the room clean was developed and i sent dan a picture we had actually stolen one of the generators out of our bag mounted it to the wall in our bathroom at the office and it was like guys it's a small <laughs> office all right hit the generator and so one button that's it one button and we but we had this huge generator and when the room clean came out it just saved us it saved us in the office because it was real it was practical (laughs) use right there that's number one we tested it in our bathroom at our office for nine months and that was a test i was like yeah you should have flown steven for that yeah i was about to say hey we're we're almost going to need it on the when we got the shuttle bus here i was like we got on those and they they were like they're like full-size tour buses i go oh sweet this thing's got a bathroom i'll be right back guys Eric looked at me like, "Oh no, don't do it! I don't know how long we got here." <laughs> but you know, um, what's the uh, what's the room clean retail? Ninety nine dollars. So for so for a hundred bucks, and you think all yeah. the amount of bottles of pulpery, and yeah, yeah, and oh, crap yeah. that you spray, mm-hmm. and that's two buttons you got to press usually. You know? Right, you only press one. And I hate that. I don't know about you guys, but like it's a pet peeve of mine. I'm always like trying to get out halfway out the door before I'd hit that pulpery because I don't want it on my right, clothes. Right, right. We haven't bought a bottle of pulpery since the room clean came out. That's you know, think, which has nothing to do with hunting, but it's so right. cool all the transitions. Well, yeah, if you get a product that you buy for hunting for scent elimination and it can double down and you can use it in your house or throughout different things like Doug's a big hockey player and yeah. I can't imagine how bad that stuff stinks hockey when you bring it in so yeah. I mean but, or work boots like I throw mine in my closet in my bag all the time just to get mm-hmm. rid of that Steve wasn't didn't uh, Amy wouldn't let you bring your boots in the no, house and remember I let you smell them and you're like, <laughs> yeah, I remember. Kurt Steve. goes, oh my god. He goes, dude. I. Uh, he's like, I know we like to joke 
with you a lot. He's like, I'm, I think I'm legitimately losing respect for you, how bad those smell. <laughs> and they were just in my car, and he opened my car. I threw them in there, and it took – this is how bad it was. They took two cycles. Dude, those boots smelled just like the day they were made, <laughs> minus the leathery smell. They didn't smell at all. I put them in there. My girlfriend could not believe it. She's like, that bag did that? She goes, yeah, for sure. She goes, I'm a believer, 100%. Well, people don't really, without having experience with any scent crusher products, I don't think they get how it works or like because we get messages all the time like, "Does this really work?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, it really works. It's it's scientifically it, proven it's science. it works." Uh, yeah, like so, I had two guys from NASA full time on my staff mm-hmm. that, that work on new products and stuff, and it's chemistry. So ozone's though three mile. I don't want to go deep into it, but it, right. it's chemistry and it's proven. And it works, and the great thing about it is after it, it breaks down from ozone back into oxygen, it's just natural in about 20 minutes. So, right, right. Um, back to the, know, the like, the one of the neatest parts about ATA, um, and Dan didn't know this was going to happen, but we had um, we had Mike Carney in here, who, um, mm-hmm. anybody that's read, you know, magazines and, and online articles, I mean, Carney's been a, a staple in our industry mm-hmm. guns and ammo guns magazine. and ammo magazine i mean he, yeah. the guy's just he's a wealth of knowledge and he was so excited to to talk to dan today because he had wrote i don't remember how many years ago it was a long time ago he said like 10 12 years ago or something yeah he had published an article about about ozone mm-hmm. and you know nobody was listening he just he wanted to talk about the fact that ozone works mm-hmm. um now the technology back then was was you know even 12 years ago was a lot different mm-hmm. there was kind of a nasty residue smell and and mm-hmm. um and so they got to shake hands today and meet and he was just so excited about the odor crusher line the scent crusher line right because like i've been preaching this and now somebody's finally refined it, and you don't have that residue. The The equipment's a lot better. I know you've spent a lot of time with engineers, Dan, mm-hmm. just perfecting it. And and he just, you could see it in his eyes, and he's like, it's here. And he was yeah. so excited. He goes, it's yeah. finally here. And It was and probably so frustrating it. for him, though, he's, in the meantime, until that happened. And he's like, man, I've been, yeah, like you're saying, I've been preaching this. Yeah. Come on. He was probably yeah, like, leaving. it's finally here. He's like, we need to get the word out. On a podcast, and then you're like, "Yeah, we already did a podcast." (laughs) And he's told me who, and he goes, "You know, you know, I'm going to the bar." You know the words he used, which was cool because there's that. um, I've been seeing the previews um, about the post, right? Have you seen the previews about the movie The Post? And it's about um, I can't remember what big story, but the post broke it, Mm -hmm. and that was the words he used. He goes, "I broke the story on ozone." Like however many years ago, and he goes and and you've done it. Like you've brought the product to the market, right? And so huge buzz at the show. Um, uh, you know about ozone. You've done the work. So many of these retailers are coming into the booth, and they're telling you. I'm watching them. They're telling you stories like success stories. It is. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. awesome. And, and I think it. You know, as it's caught on here, people realize the technology. But now, the guy or. or the wife gets to justify it to their significant other. It's like it's not just for hunting season, exactly, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you can use this for all the sports gear, all the kid stuff. We can bring the room clean in the house and the bathroom. Right. And the Ozone Go goes in the car all the time for us. So, you know, yep. really I think the knowledge has gone out and, and given – everybody an opportunity to use it and yeah. justify it uh, as a purchase because i understand it it's not cheap you know all our stuff kind of goes from thirty dollars all the way up to four hundred so, mm-hmm. so well we get a lot of messages yeah. from our listeners that 
you know, I went out and got a bag and trying it, and this stuff's awesome. We have a, a Snapchat group um, where everyone can add to it, mm-hmm. and you see guys driving in the stand, listening to our podcast, and then you look over, and they got the bag awesome. plugged in, running, yeah. and the, the blue glow, you know, yeah. Yeah. and uh, they're like, man, this stuff's awesome. I, the bag fits all my gear that I need. I put oh, it all absolutely. in there, run mm-hmm. a cycle after I hunt, and I'll run like a quick cycle before I go out, throw my clothes on, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my dad's got the outlet in the back of his truck. He'll plug it in and run it on the way out to the woods. And a lot of guys are doing that, so the clothes are perfectly sanitized when you pull Mm -hmm. them out. And then you actually end up with a little bit of residual ozone on you. So as you walk to the stand and any perspiration, that ozone is breaking down that bacteria as you walk to the stand and you sit down. For most guys, not me. (laughs) There are exceptions to the rule. (laughs) I do want to – my my buddy Drew, he always talks about – because he was always skeptical. And he goes, Steve, he's like, I want to tell you something. He goes, I tried that, uh, the, set, the ozone go. He goes, I didn't think it'd work. He's like, every time I use it, I see deer where I never used to see deer. He's like, I don't know if that's coincidence. He's like, but I'd sit here and not see deer. I finally used that. First time I ever used it, I shot a deer. I'm like, that's awesome. Well, it changes the way, like, you know, if you aren't say you have a certain property and the wind is doing something throughout the season that's the only place you have to hunt it sucks not to hunt not saying that you can always ignore the wind because nothing's you know guaranteed but if you can do that where your human odors like almost completely eliminated at that point the chances eventually of pressure is going to be a lot better for yeah. you in the and season. And you're not so. burning out those stains. Then you're not right. burning them out. Yeah. Yep. It's just you get a, you get by with a lot, lot more than going in sweaty and stinky from the clothes that you just shoved in some regular bag and all that moisture build up and just it stinks now. Oh, but, yeah. I've tried it all. I mean, I remember 20 years ago, you know, I was grabbing leaves and throwing leaves and, yeah. you know, totes. Oh, yeah. and wood chips. Wood chips. I tried it. Yeah, yeah. I tried everything. Or and, the uh, earth scent wafers. I just uh, and I'm not even I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> right, and I'm not saying like that stuff doesn't work. I'm not going to come out and tell some guy who shot a deer, you know, that did the dirt and leaf thing like I did. Yeah, but it. Um, Dan, do you remember um, our buddies over at Strutton Bucks um, shot a little video? They surprised us with a video, and and uh, it was um, it was Heath that uh, had done the video, and it really stood out to me because he sent this video and he, he talked about. As deer hunters, we spend so much time and money and time away from family, mm-hmm. um, yep. traveling and, and dollars into it. And he made a profound statement, and I love that video. And this room is full of stuff like that right now. And he said, why wouldn't you take advantage of every advancement um, to be able to harvest that deer? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and, and that's really what it was. It's like, yeah, I'm not saying like, um, like with wind indicators, you can't pick up some dirt and throw it and try to see what the wind is. But now... The wind indicator market has changed, and oh, there's yeah. advancements in it. Right. Um, I went bear hunting, and and uh, you know I used a thermocell. Um, I didn't. I didn't take a bunch of DEET. I sprayed <laughs> down with um, like a bio shield, and I used a thermocell. Right. Because it's an advancement. There was better chemicals to keep the dang mosquitoes yeah. off of me, and I had this little unit. Right. Man. And this room today is full of advancements in hunting, like scent crusher. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to use every advantage because my kids are only little for so long. I'm taking time away from them. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I want every advantage to harvest that animal. Get so I love that video that they did. And that's really what ATA, you get to come see. And, and uh, it's a big family and everybody's trying to advance the game Definitely, yeah. um, to, to you know harvest that animal. For sure. And that's one thing, too, like you're, you were saying, just the, the, well, my dad, I talked about this a little bit on the last episode of the dam, which is over a year ago now, mm-hmm. which... The last one we did with Audrey, um, so 
Sorry, she's a little prettier. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just it. a little. Yeah. <laughs> just not much. No, not putting you down. But uh, my dad is the hardest sell on anything that has to do with scent or scent elimination. He is. He's is a no bullshit. Like, I'm not using any scent. I'm not using any cover scent. Just kill the scent. Is Can't what even give about. this guy a free beer. So, <laughs> so when this, hard to sell he is. When we got involved with you guys, and I'm explaining this to him, he shoots a deer <laughs> last year at like eight yards downwind, and that was it for him he's like this shit is fucking awesome yeah. It's like, yeah. and so he is just the poster boy like always has the hat on always has on the bag. bag with them like always has stickers on his truck he's like nope i believe it you know he's it fucking works man it fucking works <laughs> so i'm like you should you, you yeah, gotta man. hear james tell this story uh um james from open season he was telling me the story he used to uh he uh sold like motor oil i think it was and uh-huh. he, he went into this shop and they had only sold this old school motor oil, you know, and the, he had a new improved synthetic or whatever. And, and the guy's like, nope, we only use this. We only use this. And there had been so many advancements, right? And, mm-hmm. and what does motor oil have to do with hunting? But finally he looked at the guy and the guy says, we're never changing. You know, we're not, we're not doing that because we've always done it this way. And you hear those stories. Yeah, a lot. I, fully, I, I have mucho respect for like old school bow hunters and stuff, but they want to say, well, I've always done it this way. And they won't listen to maybe a new advancement mm-hmm. or new technology development. Stuck in their ways. And what he, he turned around and he said to this guy that always bought the old school motor oil instead of synthetic, he said, um, well, you know what? They used to deliver mail on horses. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and things, things change. Oh, yeah. They evolve. Right. And, um, you know, and this is another, of uh, you know, evolution of hunting. I can't tell you how many people have come in our booth and go, oh, my God. I haven't been blown all season. It's yeah. never happened before. Mm-hmm. Started using your stuff this year. I haven't been blown all season. Deer all around me, old mature does. Do you remember, um, it was 2016 when Keegan shot that. I mean, 173. 16-year-old kid. Ugh. I'm not there. My kid goes down by himself. I shouldn't say by himself. This is going to get me in trouble because his mother's still not happy about it. He took his <laughs> girlfriend with. No, that's um, probably even yeah, not happier. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe worse. So, <laughs> sometime we'll get into that story. I guarantee your listeners will like that. Okay. One. Oh boy! <laughs> um, so he goes down and and he gives me the excuse of why he's taking his girlfriend. Our farm is is a couple hours from the office in our home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he drives down. He's oh gee, st- I wonder why. Yeah, he's going to stay the weekend, right, with his girlfriend. Of course, of course. And oh, man. Uh, uh, my man, right? <laughs> my, my I'm not going to lie. So mom is freaking out, and dad's kind of fist pumping, right? Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but if it was your daughter, uh, that trip. Uh, never I happen. will guarantee, oh, and if yeah. she listens to this, um, Dylan, that will never ever happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, so she filmed everything, and he's all excited, and, and he stuck a 173 inch deer at like 40 yards from the ground. Wind Whoa. is, it, it's marginal at best. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that was a risky set. I can't believe you went in. We called the deer splits. I'm like, I can't believe you went after splits on that wind. And he's like, he's like, why not? He's like, had all my stuff in the scent crusher closet. He goes, I hit it like three times. I'm like, okay, a little overkill. A <laughs> little much, huh? A little much. But he's like, he goes, there was two of us in there. She was running camera. He goes, she's got all that long hair. He goes, I had to take every precaution. And he stuck it. And of course, I drove like, 120. Yeah, uh, oh, for sure. By the way, if I get caught, I will give like a free odor crusher gear bag or something to the cop that pulls me over if they catch me doing that again. Oh, is that why you keep them all in your truck? <laughs> Absolutely. All times. <laughs> uh, loaded down. Bribery. And I watched the video, right? So um, he hit the deer back. Mm-hmm. And um, so he left it. You know, he's smart. He left it overnight. I, I flew down there as fast as I could. So we're reviewing all the footage and I'm watching the pre roll. And it's like he was. 
he was just all over it. And he was taking his stuff out of the bag, and he did such a good job with it. And it was legit. Like, he knew it was a marginal, but he knew he could kill that deer. He was 16 during all this? Yeah, he's 16 years old. That's impressive. When he did it. But he's been, you know, again, it's the same kid that I was talking about, the football pads. Like, yeah. Um, we get, he, he's lucky, right, because what dad does. So he sees all the latest and greatest stuff. Mm-hmm. But he's also, kids have no filter. And, you know, they Steve. don't. Steve. You know, yeah, Steve, like Steve. Steve's a kid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I've just got a clogged filter, so it just goes around. Right. <laughs> and there'll be products that come across my desk that, you know, we have to review. And, and a lot of times, um, Blizzard Buddy was one of them, right? Um, Blizzard Buddy's brand new to the market. And I'll be honest with you, my test group was, I gave it to my kid. He was filming um, Jason Bowers from Red Rising. Mm-hmm. We had like negative 20 temperatures. And, and I said, here, wear this and tell me if you stay warm while you're out there filming. And he came back and he had some product recommendations because they don't have a filter. They're not here to impress anybody. Right. They're yeah. 16. They don't give a shit. <laughs> to tell you how Right. It is. Dad's paying for everything and he's not here to impress anybody. So when, when they are so religious about their scent control and what I think it is, is I'm going to pick on him a little bit. He's still 16. So it's not like they're the most motivated. Right. Right. Steve. Well, um, the one thing that's <laughs> Steve. they want it, they want it convenient. They want it easy. Yeah. Right. And he's like, scent crusher, everything like just blast, blast it. it. He's like, don't, I don't, I don't do laundry on my nasty, dirty socks. Just throw them in the scent crusher. Right. I'll right. wear them in a, I'll wear them again in 30 hey, that, minutes. That's a smart man right there. Yeah. It's like, Hey man, the socks are standing up on their own. I know they don't smell, but it might be time to just, uh, yeah. put some water through put, them. Put some water through them. Right. <laughs> Dampen uh, those things. Will you? Man, so. th- that is, that, I only wash my clothing one, twice this year, and that might sound really gross, but because I got blood on them from yeah. being yeah. successful, and that might sound like a shameless like plug or whatever, but it's really the truth. I never wash mine, and we tell people you don't ever have to wash your clothes again unless you get mud or blood on it. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. Yeah. and if you got blood on your clothes, that's pretty. Hopefully, it's deer blood. That's you good. got pretty yeah. good, uh, <laughs> pretty good day. It's not your blood. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you do, but it's. Uh, I mean, I shot a hundred and eighty-four pound doe. I gonna have her aged and she came in from downwind the oldest doe that i've probably ever or will ever kill and i think she's i'm guessing eight or older is my guess and if you can kill an old doe and if she was anywhere on a marginal wind downwind anywhere where she could have caught any swirl of wind from you game over you know if if you if you kill a mature doe you can kill any deer or any animal you know at that point and i think and how many like hunting stories did you get to hear last night at the bar like isn't that so much fun yeah about ata oh yeah blast (laughs) yeah you just you're swapping stories and showing pictures everyone's got their phones out like did you see that buck at the at the bar last night you see it sitting out there on the table i did it's like a 200 some inch like 12 (laughs) what state was that shot i don't know i didn't see the guy it was literally sitting on the table and there's no no one one around it phil vanderpool saw that and he's like what whose deer that is? Right. <laughs> I wouldn't. That's like more valuable than diamonds for me. I would not have that thing <laughs> sitting out there. Somebody pick it up and drop it, and the skull plate splits. Right. <gasps> oh no. Hey, then you yeah. got a set of rattling antlers. <laughs> and you really don't see a lot of deer here. It's not like yeah. a. It's not like consumer shows where it's not like they're, it's not like they're carrying them around and yeah. stuff. So it's actually pretty rare. Um, like for the listeners that have not been to ATA, it's an innovation show. I mean, it's really right. a product show. Mm-hmm. So it's it's almost kind of like. We're like kids in the candy store. We see somebody walking a deer through. We're like, whoa, there's one deer here. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So that was cool to see that. that I, I noticed that. Yeah, but I, th- I thought the whole time, I'm like, why is, that de- why is that deer at the bar? Right. He was whispering. Oh, man. Right. I, I actually thought there was three deer sitting there, but then oh, I just realized it was really late at night. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, don't, I, I, don't remember, I don't remember much from last night. 
No, we noticed. <laughs> we noticed, <laughs> by the way. We're going to yeah. do a uh, like a behind-the-scenes files podcast, and oh, Steve's going to tell the stories he tells at bars. No, I am not. <laughs> no, yeah, those, they're interesting. Those, uh, those, those stay between uh, us and we about ruined uh, the every four deal. tables that I yelled at. I <laughs> yeah, it's amazing you guys actually have um, partners um, <laughs> when they meet Steve. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. Like, Half the time it's me. I kind of egged him on last night, which is not you did. like No, you set me up it's to egg him on. That's what not you normal. And then Kurt, like, it was kind of like the Matrix, you know? He, Kurt, like, bailed halfway through, too. Well, he, he was like, hey, Chase, he goes, go bring up this thermometer story. Oh, no. And he, so I started to walk. Dun, dun, dun. He said I started it. to walk over there, and then Kurt's like, the, he was like, kind of reads, you know, in the Matrix. He's like, no. I was he's like, trying to reach out and grab me like, that was a bad idea. While Steve up. is telling the story, Doug turns to me. He's like, what did we do? <laughs> I'm like, well, Chase we're done. Over, he's like, Steve, we need idea. to be like super serious right now. And Steve's like, oh, shit. Yeah, you yeah dude. Like, oh, because, yeah, you, you missed yeah. it. Yeah, Dan Chase missed like, it. super serious. Because, yeah, he came up to me. He's like, hey, come on. We got a big, uh, important business meeting because I was uh, talking to some other guy. And I'm like, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm a jackass, and I'm, I'm, like, I'm doing typical jackassery stuff. Your hook, line, and sinker. And you were story. like, no, Steve, this is serious. And then you told me you so nervous. His face just died. He's like, oh, tell the wrong story. I'm like, so I played along with it, and no, uh, no, that went nowhere. But then when I, I kind of heard you say thermometer, I'm like, oh, oh no, no. Oh, no, oh no, and like I didn't know the guy you were talking to. I'm like, don't tell oh, shit. No, well, it was fun for me because. Um, well, kind of, you know, at the show, especially we have a lot of clients that we represent, and, mm-hmm. and we and we really enjoy what we do, but we do have to put on a, a fairly professional mm-hmm. image while we're here. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And most of the, you know, the guys, they they see me in that light, but I'm, I am actually a fun guy. I'm born and raised in Iowa. I love to kill deer, and, and uh, we connected around. because, yep. listen... I'm not going to lie. If I'm in a five-star steakhouse on the coast of California, I'm going to still ask if they have bush light. But I will say, do you have it in a bottle? <laughs> yeah. You, know? you got to be classy. Uh, can I get a glass with this bush light? Hey, uh, last night at that bar. For I everyone listening. Up, I walked up and I'm like, hey, can I get a bush light? She's like, are you from Iowa? Absolutely. Like, yes, I am. Dude, you cannot find bush light in this state, and I cannot wait to get out of here. Because it's tough <laughs> to find our bush is. lattes, isn't it? You cannot it? find bush lattes. What, what do we, we, we talked about, so we always, you know, we call them blue smoothies and, yeah. and bush lattes. Blue we were talking gills. about, yeah, you guys had the bluegill name. And, yeah. When you said blue smoothies, I had never heard that, like, I really, before you said it. Dan, is he, are you a bush light guy? Mm-hmm. I will drink Bush Light. Yes, no, he's becoming. If, if it's there, if it's there, get it. Cold and Absolutely. wet beer is my favorite. Yeah. That's the funny thing about images, right? So I'm going to tell like this funny story about Dan because most of the, um, you know, the retailers oh, and, man, and the manufacturers reps. Right oh yeah, I'm, t- I'm totally throwing Dan like <laughs> I'm throwing him out there. Uh-oh. And even the first time I met him, he's very professional and you know, he dresses nice. He's got a beautiful office. His staff is is just. I always tell him all the time that his staff. Um, makes them look great because mm. they're so on top of stuff. Um, oh, I was about to say his staff's beautiful. We've seen them walking around. Yes, they're 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 beautiful <laughs> people. And even Tim, like, okay, maybe Tim's not so beautiful, but <laughs> yeah. Tim is one of my favorite people um, in the Scent Crusher office. He's just so on top of it. But Dan loves to hunt, right? And um, so we we kind of had our professional courtship for a while, and we become really good friends. And Dan shows up to uh, my place in Southern Iowa. And I will tell you, he's got shit kickers on. He's got the Kansas boy jeans. And 
<clears throat> so okay, he changes his clothes. He's he's just an old farm and kid, right? Two speaker, so we can keep we can wasted and listen to <laughs> country <right>. music. <laughs> dude, what, did, what did you say when you got on the truck? Like, dude, what the fuck is this guy doing? Right. <laughs> this isn't the guy I met. <laughs> and, and so, what's even better? I'll tell you that, like, when it really turned the corner. So, um, so my place is in Leon, Iowa, outside of Leon, Iowa. So, hopefully, uh, you, you know. Your listeners can put this together. There's this tiny little coffee shop. They serve breakfast and stuff. And Dan had been down there a few times, you know, and, but he's from Wichita, right? Mm-hmm. And he hunts, you hunt North Missouri, yeah. not far really from my place. Probably it's takes about you 15 minutes. 15 yeah. minutes. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. So I stay at Chase's house all the Yeah. Oh, so he yeah. stays there. And, um, <laughs> Drink all his beer. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he'll call me, you know, hey, I'm going to go hunt the Missouri farm. Can I stay at your place? Yeah, man. Have had. So I'm walking in and like, that's my town, right? Like, I've been down there since 2001 hunting and, Walk in and go through the coffee shop, and she's like, "Where's Dan?" Oh, <laughs> oh wait a minute! <laughs> yeah, all right, it's not a high chase anymore. It's, oh, yeah, is Dan going to be by today? Where's Dan at? That is awesome. all right. Hilarious. Wait a minute, what is going uh, on here? Someone Dan just took over. Is, chase is so much fun that our deal is we need to see each other every two weeks and drink beer somewhere. We do. That's not uh, a bad we deal. Do. Yeah. Yeah, we have a good time, and and we mix business and pleasure. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, your guys' uh, relationship is uh, it's fun watching uh, watching you guys because where we're at, the Scent Crusher booth isn't too far away. We're in one of the the conference rooms, so we've got uh, a lot of stuff for the Rubline Marketing set up here. And then you'll see people come in, and it is so funny. Like you'll be you know. You, you'll be handling business. You guys are so professional. And then you come in here and then cut up, and it's just—it's <laughs> cool to see. Well, that's like it, what we said—the hunting industry. It's like uh, that's people are just comfortable and, and cool about it's things. Real. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like when you had to like your morning meeting, you were like, "All right, guys, we got to do this." And then you walked out as a unit, and as you were walking out here, I was like, "Nice shell toes." And you go, "You want to see the best thing about it?" So he's got these white Adidas on. <laughs> You're call out the white Adidas. Oh, I'm, call, I'm calling about, dude. He pulls them up, and they say "rub line" and gold lettering right there. I'm like, "Damn, dude." Everyone must be paying you a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so the other uh, the other half of Rubline Marketing is uh, Brian Smith. He's he's actually about ten yards away from us right now. He's behind me, huh? Okay. Yeah, he's behind us. And uh, Brian is like he's a social digital Jedi, right? Like mm-hmm. he's just he's awesome, and we've gotten so much recognition um, because of his skill set. So about I think it was about a month before this show, he's um, showing me these pictures. And I've had the white Adidas thing. Like, it is true. So all the listeners, I'll tell you. Um, I dig it, man. I, I'm, I'm a, a Vans guy. <clears throat> dressed up fancy. Got Vans on yep. still. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, I've actually hunted in them. Um, we, were, uh, <laughs> we were bow hunting turkeys. And I was with a guy. And he's, he's just like, dude, he's like, you're the only guy I know that like has this one pair of shoes. I was like, well, I actually have 17. I just switch them around so they don't get too dirty, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's like. That's ridiculous. And I was like, I'll even hunt in him. No, you won't. We bow. I kill the. I kill the turkey in my white Adidas. Oh, my with God. a bow. And uh, I think it was inside <laughs> archery. I would have never. One of my buddies got a hold of the picture and they submitted it to like Bow Hunting World or Inside Archery or something. Perfect. They put that picture of me with my white Adidas in there. <laughs> but anyway, so Brian, I got to give him mad props because of what he does for our company and what he's done for Scent Crusher. And he's just That's he's awesome. Job. But. Um, I'm even like converting him, right? So he's starting to send me pictures of like these red Jordans, and he's just like, I think I'm going to start rocking like red Jordans. He's got to have his own thing, right? He's got to have his own thing now too, because we're in a sea of cowboy boots, right? And I, I own my square toes. I got a lot of square toes, but um, I I want to stand out out too. Yeah, because they hurt, right? That's a tip to anyone that comes to ATA. Don't wear boots. Wear tennies. I'm a a croc man. Oh, hey, yeah, Yeah, I'm a croc because I wore these boots. 
two days in a row, I'll wear them tomorrow. I, uh, here's, here's how you do it, though. <laughs> yeah, but Steve, you don't ever really leave your chair. Okay? <laughs> well, that's the thing. You don't do it. Those boots are brand new from not walking before the show. I'll tell yeah. you what, man. I just, the, the way I do it is I just man up. You know what I mean? You just man up? I just man up, dude. I just, I take it. You know I'm, what it I've is? I've been sleeping on a hard floor, too. Oh, you took it last night. I mean, I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> you took a lot of hell from everybody. Oh, yeah. That's, his, that, that's what he loves it. He loves it. If you are nice to Steve, like, and he thinks that you're being just not, it's, he gets weird. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, he's like a puppy, right? Yeah. Like he, then he's like, oh, they, these guys are nice to me. I'm going to just sta- stand right here all night. Well, yeah, well, when I do well, stand kinda, up. But he like almost gets weird by you because normally it's like, normally it's like, damn it, Steve, would you cut that out? Or like, you know what I mean? That's okay, what man, that was a really good job. I'm like, all right, uh, but what, what wrong though? <laughs> See, when I do stand-up, uh, this guy, James Draper, he's a buddy of mine. He always uh, MCs the shows, and he's like, the only comedian you're allowed to boo. And he'll call me up, and, dude, I'll just get booed before I even get on stage. <laughs> and I remember the first time it happened, like, there was a couple guys that were in the back, and they were like, dude, hey, before Steve gets up, we're going to boo him. We're going to boo him. And right when I came up, the nobody was in on the gig or the, the joke. Like the all the comedians were so everybody started booing and it was the funniest thing that ever happened and every time since then I get brought up to booze. Oh, it's hilarious. That's your thing. That's your thing. And it's it's so because like if I sucked and it's just like, Oh yeah, that guy really sucks or if I do good it was oh, okay, we get it now. Yeah, he's awesome, right? <laughs> yeah, I, there's a lot of similarities but like you and Kevin Hart, actually. I think I, I said that last yeah. night. Yeah. I'm physically like, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Physically. Yeah. You, physically. You, you and Kevin Hart. Striking resemblance. <laughs> Dan's <laughs> over there going, I'm not yeah. seeing it. If, if, I, if I got my haircut just like him, Dan's you wouldn't done with this podcast. Dan's like, yeah, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Both drunk right now. He, he's, he's mad because he was a Cat Williams fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, anything else we need to cover? I mean... I feel like we could probably podcast for four hours if we Man, wanted. We could. We need to. Now's we not need the time to. to do it. We need to do it where we can have some blue smoothies and really right. kick back Maybe in a hunting camp. Why don't you guys come down to uh, Chase's place in Iowa and turkey hunt with us this Oh, spring. man. You that guys would, would awesome. have an absolute blast. That would be awesome. It's only a few Say hours no out. That would be awesome. Yeah, right. Right. Start packing when I get home. Get tags like that. And we love, like, we do, to, like, every, all of us, we huge deer hunters, but we were just talking to some guys earlier, like, turkey hunting, man, it's so underrated. We don't talk about it enough. It's so relaxed. There's not that, you know, everybody wants to kill a big long beard and spurs mm-hmm. and this and that, but sure. it's a turkey, right? Mm-hmm. But that's what makes it so fun. We did a turkey hunt at Dan's place. I really can't tell any of the stories because um, the attorneys put me under um, <laughs> a, gag you know, order. Not a gag order, non-disclosures. <laughs> but we, we, we talk oh. turkey hunt stories because of what happens in camp and sure. it's just such a it's fun it's just camp it's just it's camp time you know what we'll do we'll just Without set this thing in the middle of a table and just sit around it and go I'll just yeah. hit the that button and we'll, it won't even really be a podcast we'll just <laughs> right. record and then whatever comes out of it yeah. is what we'll call it so episode. how many times did you guys podcast here at ATA like how many how many shows are you putting out about the ATA uh, we're gonna probably have after today and what we're gonna record tomorrow oh man I don't know really we might have 15 like mini 25, 30 minute episodes. Right. Maybe, I mean, right. probably right around there. Um, everyone's schedule is always changing or like, oh, I can't do it. I get around here or whatever, but we'll see. We got a lot to do today yet. Well, I'll say this, like for all the guys that listen to the, to the podcast and because um, you show me a lot of the comments and they write in, like it's so awesome to see that. And, and I'll say this as the, the marketing guy behind a lot of these products, like the manufacturers listen to that stuff. Like, so all of the guys that write in, Dan, you've, 
you've taken a lot of those guys' ideas, you yep. know, consumers' ideas. It's great to hear those ideas and then figure out how we can go implement them and in make the market. Them right. mm-hmm. Oh, and I do have an idea for you after this podcast. I even wrote it down. You wrote, oh, you took a note. I took a note, and he I can have spell. He can spell. <laughs> well, I I can write. I don't know if you guys can read what I wrote. Oh it's like, God. Steve, do you still write S's backwards? Yes. <laughs> That's not backwards. Yeah. Oh but it's awesome um, meeting you guys. And, you know, this yeah. is the first time it was, all right, I'm going to, I have to tell one last no, story. No, yeah, so, definitely. So this is your guys' first ATA, right? First year podcast. First year podcast. Yeah, I walked ATA. it last year. Right. Yeah. Okay, so you walked it last year. So it's um, the night before the show. And, of course, um, for those of the, you know, the listeners that have never been here, um, we do like to rip it up a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. And we like to we like to hit some cocktails and sure. I mean, you get, everybody get together with all your right. friends, man. You're, 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 you're preaching to our crowd here, right? So the show <laughs> opens at at eight thirty typically, and um, if you're like most of us, <laughs> I know this is you going. roll out of bed, right? Going. You're rolling out of bed at seven thirty, yeah, and you you hit a quick shower, and then you're on the floor by eight, and then you're good for eight thirty. Crowds to start coming in, so Kurt, yeah, right? I know. The first morning of the show. <laughs> Six forty-five. All right, I'm I'm pretty Dan, guys. Dan looked over at me like oh. I'm pretty hungover. All right, <laughs> and six forty-five. He's blowing me up. So finally, I answer my Blow voice. My voice probably sounded like hell. And I, and he's like, "Hey, man, we're like we're here outside the the door, and it's locked, and and, and we're ready to get in." I'm like, Kurt, <laughs> "We need our badges. <laughs> yeah, we we need this. We we got to get in the door." I'm like, "Dude." What the hell are you thinking? Well, we want to get an early jump, and I think I might have said like, "You're like you're too fucking prepared, right?" Yeah, he said, "Be a little less up or be a little more unprofessional, right?" I'm like, "Okay, you're right." Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm like, so I think you guys all like sat around and waited, but yeah, um, no, it was worth it. But we did we did get to see a couple people coming in. A couple uh, buddies are we knew we saw Derek Christianberry walk through, and that was awesome. Good. Well, Good. I got to say thank you to you guys. For, for doing everything you've done for yeah, us, man. Yeah, we, we really appreciate it. and uh, We appreciate a, you guys. We appreciate your listeners. and um, Just because they're so, like, they're in the trenches. They're involved. And that's what we right. love listening to your guys' podcasts. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. right. Keep the WCB send, soldiers. Keep sending Sent Crusher ideas. I'm yes. Like, yes. Yes. Definitely. Yep. And and then, uh, I got lots of the, I got all the ideas. And, and to the listeners, yes, it's cool when oh. you guys send us, the, you know, if you went out and bought Sent Crusher stuff, but it's even cooler if you send it. Right to Dan and, and Scent Crusher or Chase at Rubline and whoever. So that helps us too if you know we can prove that people are buying it through hearing it on our show too. So mm-hmm. yeah, because you guys are. I mean, that's that's the thing. You guys are real guys, and you're. Yeah, I'm looking at your equipment. I'm just like blown away. You guys got really nice stuff, and it works. And, and, and I know it's your hard-earned dollars, like you're yep. putting it in. So mm-hmm, it's, it's the listeners that help with that stuff, and mm-hmm. and that's why we love working with you guys. Well, we appreciate it, man. I got it. Excited for the future. Thank you, guys. Thank Thank you. you. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Go shoot your bow. We love you. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit waypointtv.com to learn more.